0: For the AWA World Heavyweight Wrestling Championship. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is Mr. Green, and you are listening to the Rights Wrongs the Wrestling. And my guest this evening she may consider herself maybe one of the smartest people, certainly one of the most well read uh, individuals in the wrestling arena. And uh, she's, well, I'm not going to say she, I'm going to apologize in advance for her because she said that she has a little bit of congestion. Possibly or though maybe it's from all that shish in the crowd and whatnot that she does when she goes out the ringside. So, ladies and gentlemen, my guest tonight is one Paige Turner. Paige, how are you? Hello. I'm good. How are you guys? How are you? I, I <laughs> am doing well. Yeah. Now, are, you, are, you feeling, are you still feeling a little congested? Are you... uh, yes, I am, unfortunately. <laughs> what do <are> you sound for? <laughs> you know... Is, that's good. <laughs> is this happening for because you go out there and, you know, you've been shishing people all this time? Yeah, it happens all the time. Uh, okay. You know, I, I caught a couple of matches with you, and, and it seems that that's the, the common running theme is that you want quiet. You, not, yeah, not. I hate, I just, noisy people just,
1: they're horrible. Just horrible. Especially children, noisy children. <laughs>
0: Well, now I certainly am not going to say this to, uh, you know, upset you or, or anything like that. But don't you think that perhaps trying to obtain a quiet in a pro wrestling event may not be the uh, the best place to, you know, achieve that? I've had people
1: that actually um, have started whisper chants. And I very much appreciated that because they were being quiet.
0: How do you start a whisper chant? <laughs> and I don't, I don't know how they did it, but
1: they somehow pulled it off. They were with, they were chanting and they were whispering,
0: and it was awesome. Okay, well that's different. So if you're going <laughs> to see Paige Turn Alive, then you may be involved in a whisper chant. So that 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 in and of itself might be worth the price of admission. So. <laughs> Uh, what we're going to do for those that are listening, we're going to try to backtrack and cover a little bit of your history and things that are coming up. I know that you have a uh, a, a match at an all-girl show uh, uh, this weekend in Tennessee, if I'm not mistaken, as we are recording yes. this. So, uh, are you aware of who you're stepping in the ring with, or, or is this this all going to be a surprise once you get there?
1: Um. I believe they told me it was a tag match, but I cannot remember who all is in it right now.
0: Mm, okay. Well, I'm sure that your vast intellect will allow you to come up with some strategy before you step in the ring with them. So we will not worry about you in, in that regard. Uh, so let's start at the top here. And I feel the first thing that has to be brought up is your theme music. Is that Reading Rainbow? <laughs> that's, yes,
1: that's it cool. is. <laughs> yes, it is a metal version of Reading Rainbow, and I not everybody recognizes it, and I love it when people do.
0: <laughs> yeah, I uh, I caught the match. I was like, man, this sounds so familiar. What is this song? It's, it's like, Reading Rainbow. How do you get a metal version of Reading Rainbow?
1: Um, I actually. I was trying to think of something to use, and I don't remember how I thought to look for a version of "Reading Rainbow," and I just, I somehow came upon it on YouTube. Hmm. Um, somebody, yeah, somebody did a cover for it. I'm like, oh, that sounds awesome. So, I was, and it's, you know, it's a good length. So I was able to use it.
0: Okay, so, thus, your theme music was found. Uh, isn't that a little bit contradictory, though? I mean, you know, you have you, you practically have shush on your outfit, and yet you have a metal version of Reading Rainbow. Now, now it, doesn't that kind of uh, conflict there? Just tad. Well, I mean, to be fair,
1: my music hasn't worked before, and I came out to nothing. So, oh, oh, I've done I've done both things.
0: All right, okay, well, we'll go with that. Tell me tell me the origin of Paige Turner. I mean, you know, because uh, I'm relatively sure, considering your your love of books, that you could be working in a library somewhere, or at least a bookstore, you know, like Books A Million or Book Nook or something like that. Uh, so why would you uh, choose to go in the opposite direction and step into a pro wrestling ring and put your body at risk week in and week out? and
1: um, i'm actually a librarian in real life um i've worked i have worked in libraries since 2005 and um i've been a wrestling fan since around 2000 and so something i was always interested in doing so um when i was in college before i was um studying to work in a library because I was studying biology at the time. Um, I actually met somebody who was a wrestler and was wrestling uh, somewhere that was less than 30 minutes away, and they had a school, so I decided to start training, and um, I started doing bad in school, so I took a break. This was around, yeah, this was around 2007, I believe, Um, and then I took a couple years off. I never debuted or anything. I just trained for about a year, and then around, I think, 2011, I had already uh, received uh, a bachelor's degree and a master's. Uh, in the the master's in library science at that point, and there was another nearby place that was also less than half an hour away. The one, in, uh, the other one had shut down, and um, um, this one was fairly new. It's so an MPX in Bedford, which is fairly really close to where I live, and they had a, they also had a school. So I started my training again, and then I finally. Um, debuted just why one of my friends needed an opponent and I ha- I just happened to send her a message that saying, hey, I'm training again. I'm hoping to debut soon. You know, could you kind of help me um, with um, telling me some bookers in the area, you know, and then she's like, what are you doing tomorrow? <laughs> and... Yeah, at first I was like, no, I can't do it. I'm not ready. But then somebody convinced me, he's like, you know, you should do it. You just do it. Do it. So, you know, I had no gear. So I had to go to Walmart that night to buy something passable. And I had my first match on a military base in Oklahoma. Mm.
0: So that was cool. Yeah. <laughs> now, I have to hear this, this little piece of the story. You didn't have any gear. Let's, you know, we could, let's, let's backtrack this. I want people to understand that this was a last-minute incident. Yeah, you went to Walmart that night. Now, I want you to paint the story, please, of what you walked out of Walmart with that was passable for you to go into the ring. Well, luckily,
1: I—I I mean, have, working in a library, I had a shirt that um that I was able to use already. Um and that's actually where my my Argyle shirt came from. It was a shirt from work. Oh no.
0: um,
1: that I was actually yeah, that I was actually not able to wear to work for a while because I had to use it to wrestle. And then I actually later on I did have a, a replica of that shirt made, like actual gear, like a spandex version of that shirt made. Okay. So yeah, that was where the idea for that came from. Um I I did have kick pads and you know wrestling shoes and that i did have that but uh for my skirts um luckily this was in june and bathing suits were out so i actually bought a skirt for a bikini and wore that
0: oh okay so you improvise you yes. and overcame and the uh, and yeah so you've never uh had any other alias or persona or anything like that? You've always been Paige Turner. Yes. Has the thought Can I actually? Uh, sorry, go on. <laughs> you know, I was gonna say, has the thought ever crossed your mind to like, hey, okay, let me let me change it up and be be somebody else?
1: I have had that thought, but I don't know. Where I would do it, or how I would do it, because that is what I get booked as, and I don't even know what I would do
0: it as. Hmm. so so you're you're open to it, but you're you're just not sure how you would transition into another uh, persona that that correct?
1: Yes. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, that might be something to think about during the course of this interview. So for any bookers out there that may have some fantastic idea for Paige Turner to uh, morph herself into, then you know you may need to fire it at her. But but it, I'm sure it'd have to be something that at least meets uh, you halfway, at least kind of somewhat bends to your personality. I mean, I don't you know I I don't want I'm trying to think of something that would be just ridiculous that you you know somebody say hey I want you to be a biker chick I don't I don't know if that would be something yeah. that you would want to do. So
1: that would be quite interesting.
0: Okay. So I guess what, have you ever thought of what bubble of character you could do? Let's put it that way. I mean, other than just being the generic wrestler, like, you know, come out and smile and kiss babies and stuff like that.
1: I haven't. And I think that's probably part of the issue. Oh. Like I just, I would well, I mean, I wouldn't know what else I would do except you know for something completely generic.
0: <laughs> well, you know what? That might be the gimmick right there. It's like I'm just generic. I'm just just a rustling girl, <laughs> the plain the plain Jane rustling girl. I don't know. Anyway, we we have Paige Turner. We like Paige Turner, so we're gonna we're gonna keep that. Uh, uh, goals in the business. You know, you actually went down and you, you kind of cut one of these questions that you are actual librarian, and I think that's kind of shocking. So, we'll we'll move on from there. Goals in the business. Um, I would like to
1: eventually get good enough to wrestle for Shimmer, and that's probably my ultimate goal. Um, I'm not looking to get signed for um, WWE or anything like that. I, just, I really like Shimmer, and that's where I would like
0: to be. That's where I would like to end up. Fantastic. So if you do make that appearance, then we'll know that it's time to buy Shimmer volume, whatever it is that you happen to appear on. And uh, you did make an appearance at Rise, did you not? I did. Okay, now Rise does have some connectivity to Shimmer, doesn't it?
1: It does, and okay. I'm, I am hoping to be able to go back to another one. Um, I was not able to afford this this one that's coming up, unfortunately. But I am I am hoping to go back to another one of those because it was it was a great experience. Learn everybody learned a lot.
0: Okay, and and for those that don't know, because I, I do have some people that kind of are I don't want to say in the dark about it, but a little bit confused about the difference between the shimmer. Shine and arise. Uh, so I'm going to try to explain it, and I, and I want you to please step in if I'm wrong. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to put this out to the best of my ability. Uh, rise is somewhat a not, a, not a, a seminar. Is that the best way to put it? For, yes. Okay. So by and large, even though the opportunity to be on a rise show exists there a lot of the girls who appear at Rise are doing it more or less on their own dime. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, whereas a Shimmer slash Shine uh, sister companies, but if you're going there, you are being booked as you would any other normal wrestling promotion. That also fair? Pretty Yes, and yep. also for Rise,
1: um, you do do the seminar, and even if you do the seminar, you won't necessarily get picked to be on the show that they put on.
0: Okay, now I've only caught one match off of uh, of Rise, uh, which was one of the the local girls to Atlanta. With you know, she when she was decimated by uh, Shanna Baszler. I might be saying her name right. I don't know. Her and uh, I can't remember the third girl. See, now, now I just put myself into a bad spot because I can't remember the third girl. It was Azali, and I and I, and I I can't remember the, the, the third participant in this match, but the match is free. It's up on, on there right now. But one of the things I like there is that all of you guys got the chance to show your personality. You you uh, cut a, a promo uh, pretty much in your home, and then you send it off. So people like me and other fans get the chance to see you beyond just the – in ring stuff. Mm-hmm. Are you what you would consider a good promo? Um, I can do
1: promos if I am told what to say. I pretty much like <laughs> they tell me and I can deliver it, mm-hmm. but I am not very good at just going out there and just saying whatever.
0: What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm a little, okay, so, all right, look, you, you cut your own for that particular thing, so why do you feel like you are lacking in that particular aspect of it? Like, I, I understand some people need direction, and that's, and that's fair, but uh, is it just that you, you haven't become comfortable with that, or you just haven't had the opportunity to do it enough to where you feel like, okay, I got it, I got my wheels underneath me now? Well,
1: the, yeah, um, it might just be that I'm that comfortable. Although the best promo I've ever done, I think, was one where they just kind of told me to go out there and just, you know, kind of introduce yourself. But that one was easier because it was, um, it was right after a book fair. They had me, the company, um, Inspire Pro in Austin, they set up a book fair for me. And I pretty much was selling books since the show began. And, well, I was trying to sell books, but every time somebody would come up, I would, you know, name a ridiculous price for the book because I was actually trying to not sell the book. And then I got upset during the middle of the show and just complained that nobody wanted to buy these books. And, you know, and I was supposed to just kind of go with that. And I used, when people came up to me to talk about, to talk to me about the books, I used material like things that they told me for the promo. So, you know, I kind of got material as the night went along for that, but that was probably the best promo I ever cut. And they they didn't actually tell me what to say. But, um, but yeah, I'm not exactly comfortable with just, you know, coming up with, like, you know, just go out there and talk. I'm not that
0: great at that. (laughs) Okay. So second note to promoters and bookers out there, uh, have, have a script ready. Now, okay. now, maybe I shouldn't say script. If somebody were to give you like, okay, hey, look, I got this whole thing written out for you right now. This is what I want you to do. Are, are you just, you just need the bullet points or do you want a physical piece of paper saying read this word for word? Um, Both of those would work um, with
1: it. I, would, I wouldn't be able to do it word for word. I would probably, um, you know, I would, I would, gets most of it in there, but I wouldn't be able to do it word for word. But, um, yeah, both bullet points and that would work, you know, just get these points across. um, But, you know, just it's a lot easier if it's not just like, oh, just go out there and talk, you know. But, you know,
0: yeah, bullet points and both of those work fine for me. Okay. Gotcha. So it is understood now that uh, you're still working on the the improv Portion of this and that, and that's fine. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> side note: Are you aware that there's a comedian slash drag queen also named Paige Turner? Yes, I
1: am, <laughs> and I also know that there's somebody else named Paige Turner, and I'm just not going to mention that one. Okay. Well, it's a close. It's the the name. The last name is a little bit different, uh, but okay.
0: yeah. It, 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 is this uh, not
1: a PG name? Uh, is, we, It's
0: not a PG profession. Oh, 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 okay. All right. Gotcha. (laughs) So we will move on from there then. (laughs) Uh, So uh, there's no easy transition coming off of that question, so we'll just jump into this. If fans haven't seen you work, which match exists currently that you're aware of best showcase your ability? If you had to point to one and say, look, if you haven't seen me, look at this. Um, I would say my
1: match against Leva Bates at at Inspire Pro. I mean, if you search for it on YouTube, it's the one that's been watched the most out of all my matches. Okay. Yeah, that was definitely the best match I've had.
0: Now, could you actually define who Paige Turner is to the, you know, Casual wrestling fan. If you had to say, uh, if someone's like, "Well, who are you? What are you doing? What, you know, what, what are you about?" Could you could you sit down and say, "Okay, look, this is this is who I am. This is what I do."
1: Um, a fan actually came up with a moniker for me, and I think it's a really good description. Um, it's the Lethal Librarian. Mm. So I mean, so I mean, I think that's pretty good. You know, it's just mostly I shush people. Um, especially children, you know. I like to read. Uh, when I'm a face, which is rare, I'm like, I just yay reading. It's fun. You should read. <laughs> I think you should. I tell people they should read both face and heal. So but yeah, I mean, Lisa, librarian's a pretty good description, uh, and I think uh, most people would get that.
0: Okay, so if you're you're telling people that they should read both as babyface and as a heel. So I'm going to assume that this is mainly in the delivery of which you tell them to do it. That makes the difference. Yes. <laughs> yes. And it's i smiling. Uh, ah, okay. So just, th- just, uh, if, if you're a heel and you're walking out to the ring and you're telling people, Hey, you should start reading. How, how exactly would you go about doing that?
1: Um, I tell them there's, stupid and that they should pick up a book you know, you know to improve their intelligence pretty much
0: ah okay o- opposed to when you're baby facing you're just saying hey you know reading can be fun that 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 kind of thing yeah
1: pretty much you're like yeah books are awesome you should read uh,
0: <laughs> okay now i'm just gonna backtrack just a second to your, your theme music now if you're coming out as a babyface. Have thought just coming out to the regular Reading Rainbow, you know, because that's probably about as happy-go-lucky a song as you're ever going to hear? Um, I haven't, actually.
1: Like, the, my entrance music, usually when I come out of the face, I I use it at regular speed. Mm. But uh, when I come out of the heel, if um, they actually pick – They don't just play it off of YouTube, because some places do do that. Um, I have it slowed down to around 75% speed. I had it slowed down more, but um, the promotion I was working at where I debuted told me that that was too slow and that, you know, I'm still, um, I'm not like this huge, very slow heel. I'm still a smaller person. Mm. So 75% was what they chose for that.
0: Okay. So they, they try to use the uh, the theme to kind of set the tone of who you are and what you're about to deliver, but they didn't yeah. want it. They didn't want it to come off too slow because you're not a slow hulking uh, monster. Yes. All right. I've also seen video where you coming out the ringside carrying a book. What's in yeah, that?
1: Yeah, I, I do that. Um. Well, it's actually a real book. It's the book of knowledge, the new book of knowledge, and it it's kind of like an encyclopedia. Mm-hmm. It has just a lot of random information in there. I actually like to look through it sometimes. I know it has um, something about animation in there because I see uh, pictures of the Snow White movie in there.
0: Okay. You know, now I'm thinking, you're coming out with the book of knowledge, uh, I haven't actually seen it done. I'm just I'm just guessing here because that, it's a pretty sizable book. Has that thing turned into a weapon at any given point of your match? Oh, several
1: times, <laughs> and against me as well. <laughs> yeah, during um, a couple of years ago I was in the Queen of Queens tournament at um, ACW in Austin, and my opponent. Uh, took me out of the tournament by hitting me with the book. So that's how she defeated me in that match.
0: Uh, uh, well, so that, that didn't work out in your favor then, you know, bringing that, this gigantic book to the rings, out, the Book of Knowledge.
1: Yeah, but I mean, it does a lot, so. Uh, uh, okay.
0: I mean, I'll you know, just
1: take what I can get.
0: <laughs> I mean, you know, it, it might be who you to leave that thing sitting in the back. You know, I mean, if, if it's being used against you. I you know, I'm I'm just guessing. I'm just saying, you know.
1: Well, I mean, it's a good thing to bring up to just remind people that that they should be reading. So, uh,
0: okay, yeah. Forget looking at my matches on YouTube. Read pick up a book. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> well, you know, you're supposed to say excluding watching me on YouTube and, you know, then pick up a book. You know, you that that's the one video that's that's supposed to be excusable, you know. Then they can they can learn through osmosis either by seeing you in person and or watching your video. Yes. Well, you know, I'm trying to help you sell tickets there. You know, you know what I mean? That's that that's what helps pay's turn to get get over there. You know, people, people buy the ticket to see you and and learn something in your presence. Exactly.
1: Thank
0: you. Now, I'm going to read something that one of your, that apparently one of your fans wrote on, uh, I forget which match I got this off of, but this is on YouTube. <clears throat> Paige is one of many bright and educated women wrestlers today. She holds a master's degree in library of science from the University of Illinois. She hopes to obtain her doctorate and become the head librarian of a major university. She has a genius IQ and has always been gifted athletically and is a sweet and kind woman. Rooting for her may be futile. I think she's over, well, she's talking about the match. We'll skip that too. They, they were saying they thought you were overmatching that particular one, but we'll, we'll skip that part. But she deserves our accolades nonetheless. That's from Gal 41 So whoever you are out there, that, that's, a, I guess, a pretty fair assessment. Is how, how true is all of that? Oh, I,
1: I I've never seen that comment before. <laughs> it's a very nice comment. No.
0: Oh, okay. It's awesome. I, I wish I could tell you. I remember the the match that I I want to say it, it might be you and Brienne Hatfield.
1: Okay, I'll have to look. I've wrestled her a couple of times, so I'll have okay. to look
0: through those. Well, most of these are within the last six months, I, I want to say that I was uh, going through the research for. So, you know, if I come across it, then I will forward it to you. But yeah, that that is the uh, the comment, and I'm assuming that as 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 that this is mostly true. That uh, you you've already yeah. told me that you're a legitimate librarian. You got your doctorate, and or you're hoping to obtain um, it, as you put it in.
1: I have. I, I do have my master's. Um, I would like to get my doctorate at some point, but that I know it's really time consuming, so it'll probably not be right now. Um, I am actually. I, I work at a small library, and I am um, the head library. And there, I'm the library director for a small library.
0: So it is mostly true. <laughs> oh, Okay. Uh, now, you know, the one thing that we we had. she has a genius IQ. Now, if you, if you don't want to uh, either confirm or deny that, I understand. But uh, how true is that? Um, you know, I've never taken a real
1: IQ test. Not like, you know, one that and I would actually count as a real one. But um, I have a, a higher than normal IQ.
0: <laughs> I would
1: say that. I don't know
0: if it's a genius IQ. Uh, okay, so, you know, for the sake of, uh, for the wrestling world, we're going to say that you have a genius IQ. How about that? Uh, okay, sounds good to me. Well, because, you know, you, I mean, let's let's think about the geniuses throughout the history of wrestling. I don't think any of them have legitimately ever proven that. <laughs> like, hey, look, this is the test that I took <laughs> to, to show the world that I'm a genius. They just basically declared themselves that. So if they can do it, I figure you could do it too. That's true. Good point. Well, you know, I'm always thinking, you know, I I walked into this interview knowing that I had to be, you know, the wheels had to be constantly turning while I was talking to Paige Turner. So no pun. So white meat baby face is what you would be assumed to be just off of your look. But the videos that I've seen, say for one or two, have shown a little bit of a mean side from you. Which do you prefer? Um, Baby face or heel? Be, <laughs> being a heel is a
1: lot easier with my gimmicks, just because um, when I'm a face, I don't really get to shush the crowd. I mean, I do get to shush my opponent a bit. That's pretty much it. It's just It's just a lot harder to work with
0: that gimmick so it's just a lot easier to be healed okay so and, and i can see that you know i I did find it a little bit funny to see you come out and you know be kind of happy with the fans but still got shush going down the side of your shirt so yeah <laughs> you know but i mean it still worked but you know i'll just expect you like hey y'all y'all be quiet shut up you know and you know, and I, and I don't think I've ever heard you use the term shut up. I think I've always—it's always been quiet. Yes.
1: And um, that's actually um, somebody. Somebody actually told me that a long time ago that I should never say shut up um, because quiet is the correct term, and I do agree with that. Yeah, I do tell them to be quiet, and they—they they also suggested that I
0: can say shush, but never shut up. Well, I'm glad I caught that. <laughs> and, and and you know that is a that is a nice point of difference between you and I guess the average heel because everybody says shut up, so yeah. You know, just the fact that you like leaning to the rules, hey, quiet, you know that that uh, stood out to me. So uh, let's go into another portion of this, the librarian thing. Now I'm probably pretty sure in this internet age, that you've gotten some comments about the librarian thing. Is that a safe bet? Um, yeah, I mean, a
1: lot of people just think it's really, it's a really cool thing, you know, the whole librarian thing, uh, you know, the, they say bookworm librarian, they say, they like, oh, I love reading, you know, things like that.
0: Okay. I've actually
1: never gotten, yeah, I've never gotten any negative comments
0: on it. Well, that's good, because, you know, now I do have a, a overall segment that has kind of uh, seemed to have been a running theme amongst all the, the women folk that are in the, the wrestling biz. That being that it, almost everyone has had some variation of a creeper story. Paige Turner, what is your creeper story? Um, no, no names. That, let me, let me, I'm sorry. Let me, let me. Let me. I gotta put that. Real, no names because you know I don't want to. Uh, I'm not on gonna remember. Yes. I'm not
1: gonna remember names. Oh, okay. Um, I, am, I know I blocked the person. <laughs> and I'm trying to see if I can find. It was it was the weirdest thing. I'm just trying to remember specifically because um, it was it was a couple of years. Maybe it was a year or two ago. And uh, I'm just having I you know something that is really weird. I've never gotten anything too creepy, and I've never really gotten any creepy
0: pictures or anything. So I just I think that's interesting. Well, well that's a good thing, isn't it? You sound almost disappointed. No, it. <laughs> no, no, I'm not disappointed. Okay.
1: Um, yeah, no, no. It is a good thing. I just, like, you know, people always assume that everybody gets those. I've never gotten them, so I'm just very happy about that. Okay.
0: But you did get somebody that warned it being blocked.
1: Oh, yeah. Um, and a lot of the times um, I have blocked a couple of people, but it was more than being kind of annoying than ever anything. I'm just trying to see if I can Find this conversation that I had and uh, to kind of remind me of the creepiness thing, but I'm not having a good, uh, I'm not having luck with that. But it was a guy that was trying to get me to help him with some kind of weird test, and it had to do, I don't know, he said something about breathing, and that is all I can remember, and I'm really upset that I can't remember more of it. (laughs) <laughs> but it, it was really weird, and I remember I, I um, I took a screenshot of it and sent it to a couple of friends, and that's why I'm trying to find that. But it was just I've never gotten anything that weird. But um, the rest of just in people being just kind of annoying. I know one guy would would uh, tell me all the time that he would buy a custom smash and something about he's like you know. But make sure you show your feet. But then he would never buy them, and I just got tired of him annoying me. So I'm like, okay, I'm blocking you. <laughs> oh,
0: okay, well, you know, uh, I get again. It seems to be a common thread, and the screenshot things uh, <laughs> seems to be common also because I've seen that kind of passed around a, a couple of times. And I'm gonna say uh, during the interview, shout out to Nala Rose because she's like the queen of putting people out on blast over that. So <laughs> if if you're a creepy guy and you're sending something to her, just just prepare to be put in the spotlight for it, and, and you probably will burn underneath whatever she has to say to you. So uh, I just have to. I find them amusing, and they've been funny the stories I've heard. I will I will put it that way.
1: I hope nobody's going to send her anything on purpose just so they can, like, be put on blast by her because they think that's cool or something.
0: That would be incredibly disturbing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I would go through that kind of measure for attention. That's, that's a little bit much, at least for me. I don't know. I'll just say it. Yeah. Uh I think I probably have gotten a part of this answer already, but I'm going to ask. They say that you learn from getting in the ring with people that's better than you. right? Mm-hmm. Between the ropes, who have you learned the most from? Um,
1: I would definitely say, I mean, there's been, there's been a couple of people Um, I learned a lot from Athena, um, well, who's Ember Moon now. She used to live around here. She actually would go to the um, MPX school. And then she was local. She worked there, too. Um, the girl that I debuted against, um... Angel Blue. I've learned a lot from her, especially because when I originally trained in 2007 or 8, we actually used to train together, and so you know, it was cool to have my first match against her. And you know, she's a great heel, and I learned. A, I've learned a lot from her any time we've worked, um, and. More recently, I mean, I learned a lot when I had my match with Leva Bates, you know, the, the one that was really good. And then more recently, um, I got to wrestle Nicole boy, and I got to learn a good amount from her. So, I mean, I think those are, like, the the big main four that I've learned from.
0: Very good. That That's high praise. Uh, I don't know if uh, – I don't think I asked this already. Where did the name come from?
1: Oh, um I was, when I started my job, my current job, one of the teachers um, from the school wanted, requested that I order um, either the library elf or, I'm sorry, the shelf elf or the library lion. And one of the catalogs I had had the shelf elf on there. So I ordered it and I was reading the book when it came in and the librarian and the book was named Paige Turner I'm like that is a cool name. <laughs> so, yeah, it actually came from a children's
0: books. Okay, now I think you've uh, made note on a couple of occasions that you uh, go out of your way to shush the children when you're coming to ringside, but yet you are a librarian and you probably deal with children on a number of occasions. Isn't that kind of a, a polar opposite type of thing going on there? It is
1: not because if you ever come to my library, you will see that I shush the children just the same.
0: Oh, oh, okay, well, I stand corrected.
1: <laughs> yes, then I have to tell them to stop running all the time. So oh, is, is I don't, that, I don't necessarily, I don't necessarily have to deal with running children
0: when I'm wrestling. Uh, no, I guess you. you probably more focused on your opponent at that point. So I guess yeah. it's, it's safe to say that Paige Turner, inside and out of the ring, uh, it wants your kids to behave and be quiet. Yes, 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 <laughs> definitely. Uh, okay, so we, we want to, for you fans that's out there listening, you make sure you keep your kids in your seats and don't uh, start talking during her matches and things like that. <laughs> It's time for random questions. So, Paige, Ms. Turner, we have gotten down to the point where it is time for random questions. This is the portion okay. of the show where I just uh, toss out some, some nonsensical stuff every once in a while. Or, or you know, sometimes I string it together with who you are or your, your persona or, and all that good stuff. And we just want to see how well you will do in answering these questions. Are you ready? Okay, I'm ready. That laugh sounded like it was a it was nervousness there. <laughs> I have no clue what these questions are going to be, like. so well, that's it'll what, be interesting. That's yeah. what the random questions, that's what it's supposed to do. You know, we'll start out with something something easy. Are you open to outside opportunities, or is it wrestling or bust? And we're going to scratch Librarian out, you know, in, in this particular instance, Librarian is off the table.
1: So, uh, another, um, another, like another, another career besides wrestling? Yes. Uh, um, I mean, it's really lame, but administrative assistant, who <laughs>
0: oh, <no>. knows? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay, you... You wanna you wanna toss in something else? Does it? See, starting off, saying it's is really lame, but this. You know, um.
1: Oh, TV came on. Um. Uh, I the flight attendant.
0: Hey, there we go. Okay, we'll we'll go. With <laughs> okay. We'll we'll take that. Who is Brainiac? I'm sorry. Who is Brainiac? Uh i don't know <laughs> <laughs> superman villain of high intelligence
1: okay oh,
0: i feel so dumb <laughs> <laughs> also well i guess it'd be technically a robot or and or android you know depending on which version you like to but go to which uh takes me into the next question do comic books rot your brain or do they qualify as good reading also
1: um, I personally think they also count as good reading because I think people, I think anything counts as good reading. Now, when you watch my match with Leva Bates, that is not what I portrayed, but I was doing what I was told. So.
0: <laughs> okay. So, so yes. So people out there that are, are actually uh, reading comic books, she's not, you're not going to crucify them for doing it. No, I think it's great. I think
1: that um as long as people are reading, that is a good thing.
0: Okay. Uh we're gonna we're gonna pull the curtain back on the gimmick just for a second. What TV show are you currently into?
1: Um now like a just like a an actual TV show with a plot and stuff. Yes.
0: Okay. I know wrestling is a TV show, but we're going to exclude wrestling right now because, you know.
1: Okay, because <laughs> no, I just finished watching, like, a team and Race thing, so I just wanted to make sure it wasn't one of those. Oh, no, yeah. <laughs> Oh, I love the
0: show uh, Superstore. Superstore. Like, the, the, the sitcom. Yeah. Thing. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Uh, there's a television show called The Librarians.
1: Yes, it is actually on my DVR. Like, I, I've seen every episode. <laughs> have you really? Yes, I have. I do love that show, too. I was like, <laughs> Superstore's like the one show that came to mind for some reason when I was thinking that.
0: <laughs> so, okay, so th- there's no point in asking you, what is The Librarian's about?
1: Um, it's actually, um, I don't know if you've ever seen The Librarian movies.
0: I have seen this- the original Librarian movie, Uh was, uh, I can't even remember his name right now. It was Noah Wilde. Noah Wild. Noah Wild. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's three
1: of those, and this um, the show is kind of like a spinoff of the movies, uh, and he's on the show, um, and so are others that got picked to be librarians, and they're pretty much saving the world.
0: Well, look at you. You you have a, you certainly have lived up to the name. You've a librarian that actually watches the television show, the librarian.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, I was so excited when I heard that show was come when it was being made. So I, was, I made sure to watch all of them.
0: And, and for those that don't know, I do remember the original. That you know, it, I guess basically the guy kind of uh, takes the the mantle of the librarian and and. Uh, the responsibility, if you will, of housing all of these incredibly powerful artifacts, so on and so forth, uh, almost Indiana jones with a supernatural twist. Is that that fair to say? Yeah, that's
1: a that's a pretty good description of it. And in the show, um, they find they actually find new artifacts, and they'll add they okay. add a new wing, and they're putting the newer artifacts
0: in there. Uh, see, now, I've only watched, the, well, let me, let me not say only, but the last one I remember watching fully was the episode where the, I guess, this evil carnival came to town. And briefly, they were morphed into uh, sideshow freaks. Yes, that
1: was a really fun episode. <laughs> the, um, the guy who was... Um running the carnival was actually looking for a girl from his past that he was in love with when he was younger and he was going town to town um, looking for girls with that name trying to find her.
0: Yes. See I am amazed. You really, you really had this thing just down, don't you?
1: <laughs> okay, oh, I boy, like that. Show. <laughs> I,
0: I see. <laughs> And, and, and side note, that episode came up as one of my random questions against somebody that uh, I interviewed, Roxy Rouge, who actually, her gimmick is having a carnival, and that was the pitch for her fantasy booking. I was like, you should have that. So, there we go. It all comes back around to wrestling now, doesn't it? <laughs> I suppose so. And that sounds like a really cool gimmick, actually. Well, yeah. You see, you know, the two of you need to go against each other now. See, look at that. Yeah, that would be fun. <laughs> I'm just booking stuff right here on the fly. <laughs> Name three movies made from books that, in your opinion, the book was better. Only three? Um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Try, try your best. To, I'm sure you could probably go on forever, but try your best to narrow this down to, to three. Okay. Right. So I love um, teen
1: books. Young adult books are my favorite. Um Percy Jackson and the Lightning Theme, that movie was awful. I hated it so much. Really? Wow. And it's nothing like the book. I mean, if you have never read the book and watched the movie, yeah, it's a pretty good movie. Um, you know, it's well directed. Well, after it's not like the book, I refuse to watch anything else, uh, any of the other ones. <laughs> so it was really bad. Um, let me see. What else? I would just uh, I'm trying to think of movies that I've actually decided to watch. Oh, uh one of my favorite books is The Giver, and I did not like that movie. Um I did like that they kept things in black and white. I don't I don't know if you've ever read that book.
0: No, I'm um, afraid not. <laughs> okay. Sorry to just <laughs>
1: part of the book they can't see color and um, they did keep the movie like that for part of it, but then they changed, just, they changed random things in the book and they added like a completely, like a complete storyline in there that wasn't even in the book and I was so mad. Wow. And uh, let, me, let me see what other ones have I seen. Um, I... I know the the movie was so for the third one like The Shining. The movie wasn't bad, but it was completely different from the book. And I don't want to say that you know I thought the book was necessarily better. They're both good. They're just really different.
0: different. Yes, yes, they, they are. Uh, yes, and so much so that Stephen King went out of his way to redo The Shining.
1: Yeah, and I've never seen that movie, uh, the remake of it. I've seen, like, the end, um, and it was kind of weird seeing, like, the animals, the um, the copiary animals. Uh, but I, I, I really need to go back and watch that one just to see how good it is, because I've never really seen it. But, yeah, they're really different
0: from each other. Uh, they are, and and I guess for the benefit of those that are listening, now that one I can speak on, because uh, uh, the original movie which, which is the more famous one with Jack Nicholson? Uh, great movie. However, there were some liberties taken by the director, which basically put Stephen King on somewhat of a personal crusade to have his movie done the way that he wrote it. And somewhere in the I, think, I want to say the mid, the late '90s, he did a miniseries. With uh, Steven Weber, the guy from uh, the sitcom Wings, and he assumed the role of uh, uh, that Jack Nicholson played, and they they redid the the entire thing. I, I want to say it, it stretched at least a good three to four days. So they, they put a lot of uh, what the the books had, what well, not books, but the book had into that miniseries. So. It's quite possible that you can find it on YouTube floating around right now if you haven't seen that particular version of it, and I know several people have not. But if you're interested, you can see that. And there are some huge differences between the two movies, so go check that out if you can find it. See, I'm going to do that, too. <laughs> <laughs> well, so that's what this whole thing is about, is me helping some people out. And I'm glad I've helped you. So now if you can find it on YouTube, then – it's gonna take you a little while to get through it. Let me just uh, at least at least two days, maybe. You know, well, maybe not. You might binge watch it. Uh, what am I talking yeah. about? You, you, if you got a good eight hours in your day, you might be able to cut through that thing. Um, okay. Yeah. Give me the one major difference between the book, The Wizard of Oz, and the movie, The Wizard of Oz. So, I have never seen The Wizard of Oz.
1: Oh, my God, Paige Turner. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I mean, I've seen clips and, like, I know some of the songs, but, yeah, I've never seen that movie before.
0: Oh, my Lord. I can't believe it.
1: <laughs> yeah. What,
0: what, what, yeah, what? and people tell me that I need to watch it, yet they don't do anything about it, so... <laughs> well, I mean, look, I don't I don't know if I would say it needs to be watched. The only saving grace that I would put for that movie, for as old as it is, it probably was done as good as it could be done, because nobody's even attempted to remake it. Nobody's even tried. But that's true. <laughs> you know, but I will say what I found in later years, because I saw it, I saw it in reverse, I saw the movie first then read it. The big difference between the two is that there are no ruby slippers in the book. Oh, really? No. Okay. The ruby slippers no. were just added solely because color was a kind of a new thing and they wanted to to illustrate that. And they needed something that would shine. So they put ruby slippers opposed to silver. Okay.
1: You know, I can't... I really can't remember if I read the book or not. If I... I would have been in elementary school. And I know I've read one of the Oz books, but I can't remember which one it was. and I, I can't remember if I read that one or not. So I'll have to reread that one.
0: Yes, you point. have to reread it. It's a, it is, well, they got several of them, I'm, I'm sure. And uh, Here's one for a lot of people out there. If, you, um, if you're really interested in the difference between uh, movies and its source book, a really great web—not website—really great channel, and this—and I don't get anything from them. I don't get any any money for, for putting them over or nothing like that. But Cinefix is really good about that. Uh, they have a kind of a series within their channel called "What's the Difference," and they've done it on a couple of them with uh, like Die Hard and Shining, and just uh, there's, there's a couple of books that have made it up to the big screen, and the differences are you know pretty. Pretty interesting once you are sitting there watching it and you hear them talk about it. So I just wanted to kind of put that out there as I'm, you know, as we're talking about this. That
1: actually sounds really cool. I'm going
0: to have to check, have to check that out, too. See, see how ha- have you learned some stuff here today? So I'm glad I could help you out. learned a lot of stuff today. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Paige, did you donate to the Reading Rainbow Kickstarter campaign? Yes, I did. <laughs> wow. wow. <laughs> yeah, of course I did. I mean, that,
1: that would have just been wrong if I didn't.
0: <laughs> okay, so uh, I forget the website that they're on right now, but uh, where is that thing? I think it's like the Skybrary or something like that that, that they have.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, it was, and they um, – they, um, it's being
1: made available to a whole bunch of schools um, throughout the country. It's really cool. I haven't actually tested it myself, um, but I think they gave us um, links to like preview it, and I mean, they sent and they sent out bookmarks and things like that for the people who contributed.
0: Oh uh, well, see, look at you. I'm glad I pulled out these particular questions because you are just on it. <laughs> you have lived up to your gimmick through and through.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: so so I think it's safe to say that it's not a gimmick for you. It's uh, you know, it's more like a, a life.
1: Yeah, pretty much. I mean, especially when I'm shushing
0: the kids. <laughs> well yeah, you you said I you know, I'm starting to think that you you have a little bit of animosity towards children. <laughs> Only when they're being loud in the library. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> So so you're, you're gonna be the stereotypical librarian with the you know do you put on the glasses too, and all that stuff and the shh and all that.
1: Um, I don't need glasses to see, but I actually do have glasses to protect my eyes from the computer screen, so
0: I do wear the glasses while I'm at work. Oh okay, so you, you have the like the yellow tint glasses. They're actually purple tinted, but you can't really see it
1: unless the light's shining at them a certain way.
0: Oh okay. Well, all right. Hey, there's a dog back there.
1: Yeah.
0: All right. Uh, there's a picture floating around with you and Miss Dyslexia together. If you two are a tag team, what's the name? Um. They. Um. We were actually the
1: bookmarks. Oh. Well, it was pretty much. I was Tate Turner, and then I had. Uh, it was three girls. And they were my bookmarks, and that's what my fans are called too—bookmarks. But um, I think us all together, they call us bookmarks.
0: Okay. Now, is, is that the name that you would have liked? I mean, now if you had to name it yourself, would you? I mean, I think I think that was a good name. I
1: don't. I can't think of anything off the top of my head that I would think of what else to do with that one. <laughs> like not right? Like not off the top of my head, right now. Maybe if I could think of
0: something longer, like. I might be able to think of something. But, I mean, I like the bookmarks. Okay. Tell me a profession that you absolutely positively would not like to do. Uh, garbage band? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No offense to the garbage people of the world, but, you know, it's, it's, it's just a fair question. So, you know. Yeah. But yeah. Somebody has to do it. So. That's right. If I know this isn't your um, your ultimate goal, but uh, let's say that you were drafted, if you will, to the WWE, and Vince McMahon and or Triple H is there to welcome you when you walk through the door, what would you like to hear them say?
1: Um, we're very glad to have you here. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well I was expecting something a little bit more elaborate but you know like I hope the check clears or something like that but you know <laughs> that, that, that works too. Fantasy booking uh, to the third section of the interview this is another one to test your improbability and I know you said that that kind of stumps you from time to time so we're gonna we're gonna work with you on this one so Paige. Are you ready for your your fantasy booking? Okay. Now let's explain what fantasy booking is. It is the theory that I have that every wrestler has a uh, angle or storyline that is kind of tucked away into in their mental database that they are willing and ready to pull out should the uh, circumstances arise. So page, what is your fantasy booking? And the parameters of that is that, you know, these have to be things that are achievable. So, you know, can't be booking yourself against, say, like Wendy Richter, he's retired, or, you know, Eddie Guerrero since he's passed away, you know, stuff like that. So, you know, it's got to be with with a storyline and a person that is active and working today. Um... (laughs) Let's see. Um, you want an actual storyline? Yeah, you elaborate a storyline, yes. You, you read books all the time. Stories should be like second nature. Oh,
1: man.
0: <laughs> um. <laughs> um. Well, let's start off with Paige Turner and, the, and the, uh, the Book of Knowledge. Okay. <laughs> um, that doesn't help any. Let's say somebody steals your precious book of knowledge and you just go into a fit. I mean, okay, yeah, that's that's kind of happened before. That's happened before some. Of us. And well, I mean, I mean, they've taken the book and I've gone after them. Well, you know, now you got to stretch this out. It can't can't just be this one one day thing, you know. It's, if they if they steal it, you know, they got got to stretch this story out. So, where are we going here? Okay, so yeah, uh, kind of like a book-snapping thing,
1: and I suppose they could hold it hostage or something. And um, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, trying to save my book, I suppose. Been, I mean, they're like. Uh, they try to like. Um, they tell me they're gonna
0: like start tearing it page by page or something. There we go. There you, there you go. <laughs> they, they're yeah. in front of they're in front of a video camera. They're ripping it out page by page. Oh god, that sounds awful. You, um, <laughs> you give me what I want, whatever it happens to be. Let's just say that you're the, the proud owner of a number one contendership match or something like that. You give me that yeah. contract, and or, or else, man, I'm gonna. This book is going to burn. Yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> you know, the storyline part, not like,
1: you know, the book burning part, but yeah.
0: Well, I know. I know that would be horrible for you, but you know, <laughs> yeah. but, but just bear in mind that this is just like, this is TV purposes, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll put in some fake pages so, so it did not actually damage the book. <laughs> good. How, how's that? Would that work? That sounds good. <laughs> now, now, I also usually toss in, uh, you know, my two cents in, and I was trying to help you out steer that just a little bit. But, uh, see, now, I would have you have an entirely different book. We'll call it The Book of Page. Okay. Mainly because there was a TV show that I remember, The Real Adventures of Johnny Quest, and there was this crazy dude running around with a book called The Book of Rage. <laughs>
1: That's awesome.
0: Yeah. Which was actually empty. He only had one thing in it. He had a picture of his family because they got murdered, and that, that was his book of rage.
1: But it was a okay. thick book,
0: so I, you know I, I I liked the the concept of that. Now let's just say that Paige Turner and her infinite genius that she displays when she's out there in the wrestling ring. The one thing that you do with your book is you always taking notes. Take notes on your opponents. You write that. You jotting down. The strengths, the weaknesses—you got pictures of them and all this good stuff. Now you got a book that is worth stealing because you got too much information. Oh yeah. So I don't like that. I don't know who you could slot in as somebody who would be. Well, I don't know if there would be the heel here who would who would dare to steal the book off of you to to obtain this knowledge that you have. But we'll say that somebody, you know, um, give give me an uh, give me an opponent. Somebody that you've worked. Somebody that I've worked. Um, oh, well, let's just go with Angel Blue because I'm, like, have her on mind. Well, so, because I mentioned her earlier. Well, there you go. See, Angel Blue, let's say that she steals your book with all your information. And because you don't have access to your book anymore, now you're going this terrible, terrible losing streak because I can't read up on these people anymore. I can't. I, you know, all my information was Listed in this book, and I, you know, I, I don't, I don't have my notes to go through. I don't know what their moves are anymore. So now it's a necessity that you get this book back. Begging and plead the angel blue until she finally gives you a match, and you wrestle for the book.
1: Man, that sounds really
0: good.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I would have never been able to come up with that.
0: Yes, you would have. <laughs> you are Paige Turner. You could have come up with that. <laughs> now all you gotta do is find you a booker to to take that on and and be willing to give you all at least a good two or three months to stretch that out.
1: Yeah, because that is pretty important. I've had storylines that have been rushed through through just certain things, and you know they're just like, oh, already this is this is already ending. You know, it's been like two <laughs> matches,
0: but yeah. Well, un- unfortunately, you know, it, it is a uh, shortcoming of the independent scene that we don't always have the amount of time that they could dedicate to getting a, a storyline over. Uh, free plug for me, if you've gone onto the Women's Pro Wrestling Network, some people may see a-, a few matches that started off and then the very next match, they're blowing it away, so... Yeah, it, it does tend to happen. It, I'm not a huge fan of that, and I'm I'm not necessarily uh, responsible for it either. I just kind of covered the match. But, yes, it is a downslide of uh, of what the independents can do, which is, and we'll turn this around, one of the main reasons that you have to support the Indies because, you know, it, it does require some, some cash. You know, it re- requires financial support in order for these girls and guys out there to be able to get the the effort to their storyline or the angle that they need to really flesh it out and give you the the, the match you deserve that sound fair yes, it does. <laughs> yes. well, you're, you're quite agreeable page I, I, <laughs> I i'm glad that uh, i could make some sort of sense out of all these things i'm saying and that you find that it, it is uh Legitimate and I guess somewhat true. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, those, I mean
1: those are all really good points.
0: Okay, well then tell those people out there, you know they 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 gotta you know when they come out to your match, you gotta make sure that they come back and support you. Yes, always do that. Come back. <laughs> so and finally, let's get it back out here again for uh, your upcoming match. I forget where in Tennessee, but please uh, plug that.
1: Okay, yeah, I knew I have. let's see, let me look at my calendar. It is in uh, New Bern, Tennessee, and I posted about it earlier today. Let me look at the poster. (laughs) Uh, Okay, yeah, it's, um, oh, man, I closed it. Hold on
0: technical difficulties. <laughs> it is okay. Oh. And and as you do that, I will say, you know, let, let me uh, help help you out and plug while you're looking for the uh, the name and address. I do recall that there are going to be several ladies there. I don't know all who's going to be uh, participating in the ring, but I do know we're going to have names like Super Pereira there, uh, the Country Strong, Mr. James. Uh, I do believe Monsters, Inc., Dimension to Rose, and uh, Mickey Knuckles will be making an appearance. Of course, Paige Turner also, as I am speaking to her, she will be there. Uh, I think Cowgirl Kissy will also be there, which I haven't had the opportunity to see her wrestle live, and unfortunately I won't be at this particular event, so I'll I'll be missing that also. But uh, that and a couple other names, I don't, don't have it in front of me at the moment, but I do remember those. So... It sounds like it's going to be a pretty stacked card. Pretty, you know, pretty nice thing for an all ladies event. Uh, okay, so I found
1: the poster, and it is this um, this Saturday, and it's supposed to be uh, a a um, UWL and EIW double header. You know, uh, for one ticket. It's $5 for both shows. It's 10 The doors open at 4 p.m. And then the ULW bell time is at 5. And the EIW bell time is at 7.30. And it's at the Elite Center at 1020 West Main Street in New Bern, Tennessee. And I do not know which of the two shows I'm on. <laughs> but I am on one of them.
0: Okay. Well, I'm going to assume, because uh, I thought it was Universal Ladies, so if there's you, was it U-I, you I U-L- yes. Okay, so if that's the 5 p.m. show, I'm going to assume that you're on the 5 p.m. show, or at least that's the safer bet for anybody that's going to go and uh, catch uh, mostly ladies matches. So, and and you can't really go wrong if you're showing up there at 5 p.m. because then the worst case scenario you just pay the extra five bucks and you catch the second show. Yeah. So, a lot of good uh,
1: wrestling stuff.
0: So. so there you have it uh, that, that is a lot of good stuff. If any other promoters are looking to acquire your talents, uh, how can they get in contact with you?
1: Um, the best way is through Facebook but and I can also be emailed at um page turner
0: <laughs>
1: with three h's <laughs> at com. <Givo.com. laughs>
0: page Turner shish three h's that is unique <laughs> uh, i'm going to assume that you created that after you got into the the uh wrestling biz yes i did <laughs> uh, okay so there we have it you can catch her on facebook any other uh social media platforms that you would like people to follow you on or uh kind of follow your journey or your adventures or get updates on your matches or in results and things like that
1: um, I'm also on Twitter with the same uh, page, and um, I have a YouTube account, but I don't use the um, – I do post matches on there sometimes, but not too often. And then the Twitter, I don't use that often, but I do every once in a while. Facebook is the one I use the most.
0: Okay. So if you're looking to follow her, Facebook is probably a best bet. Uh, you can go and uh, see some of her other matches. Yes, on uh, on YouTube, even though you have it uploaded regularly, you do have matches available to be watched. Is that that yeah. that fair? Okay, so there we have it. Mm-hmm. I think that covers it all, and uh, we've done that in relatively decent time. I know that that we, we're pushing an hour here. Look at that. <laughs> I, I hope that it at least went relatively smooth for you and it wasn't too painful and that didn't shock you with these random questions and, and whatnot.
1: Yeah, but I felt really stupid about the brainiac question. I need to study. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm, I need to study those more. I have two, um, uh, uh, what is it? Both uh, Marvel and DC um, uh, character books on my coffee table that I just really need to accomplish.
0: Read thoroughly. Well, you know, everybody's not going to be a, you know, a comic book aficionado. I just tossed Brainiac in there because he's a you know smart guy. You know, and, and yeah. what do you have with Paige Turner? You go for something smart. So yeah,
1: see, my my favorite comic book character is actually Batgirl because she's also
0: a librarian.
1: So
0: ah uh, okay, so so we're talking Batgirl now. <laughs> I guess you know I could toss out a bonus question, Batgirl related, you know, just just for that. Secret identity of Batgirl? Oh, it's Barbara Gordon.
1: I've I've been her for
0: Halloween before. <laughs> and and her other alias, other than Batgirl, would be Oracle. Hey. And, and who put her in the wheelchair in the first place? I was a joker. See, you've redeemed yourself. Don't you feel better now? Yay. <laughs> I do feel better. Thank you. <laughs> so there you have it, folks. Paige Turner has redeemed herself from uh, coming up show up on Brainiac, but she answered all the stuff on uh, Barbara Gordon because she was Barbara Gordon once upon a time. And she may be her now because she's a librarian and she has a dual identity. So probably the closest thing that you're going to get to a real-life Barbara Gordon, as it is. She just doesn't go around in tights. Uh, well, no, actually, I guess you do. Just not yeah. fight, <laughs> just, just not fighting crime, but you go around in tights. So, yeah, you know, you're pretty close to it. So if you want to see her in action, aside from this particular weekend, as we are recording this, uh, the 24th, would be the date to see her in uh, New Bern, uh, Tennessee. But I'm sure other upcoming dates, if you want to follow that, you want to go onto her social media platform, Facebook in particular. She will probably post all of her good stuff on that. And as for me, if you want to do any signs of support for the Women's Pro Wrestling Network, please go to the Women's Pro Wrestling Network on Facebook. We have a bunch of stuff that gets tossed around on there from the indie ladies, much like Paige Turner here, and uh, some of the mainstream girls on the WWE and Impact Wrestling. If you are a wrestling fan and you want to see some matches of the ladies on the indies, you can go to Women's Bros Network on YouTube and get interviews such as this with Miss Paige Turner, another plug for her there, and if you are not looking for it on YouTube, go on our Podbean channel subscribe there, which also feeds out to iTunes, to TuneIn Radio, and uh, Google Play, so that's a lot of stuff that you can be following, you know, and all of it's free, it's not going to cost you a dime, and it certainly isn't going to hurt on either front to hit like or subscribe or whatever the heck. so there you have it, plugs all the way around, so Paige, you have been a wonderful, wonderful guest to come on to the show and take the time, and even when you're feeling a little bit down and to take part in all this good stuff. Thank you so much for having me on. It was a lot of fun. I'm glad you had fun. I'm glad you showed up. And I'm glad everybody took the time to listen to this. And be sure to catch us on the next go round, everybody, and so long. Thank you for listening to the WPN's Rights and Wrongs of Pro Wrestling. If you have questions or comments, please contact us via our Facebook or our YouTube channel at the Women's Pro Wrestling Network. If you're new to the WPN, feel free to subscribe to our channel and like our page. We appreciate your support. Thank you again for listening.